0: i i take back everything i just said max for stopping i won't respect your greatness until you do it in a Haas. yeah there we go ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the rev dub podcast thank you for joining us wherever you choose to get your podcast thank you for watching us on youtube make sure to like and subscribe rate and review us my name is marwan Osman, and i am joined by a carding legend by the name of Edgar O'Neill, fresh out of Nashville. Edgar, how's it going, man?
1: You know, it's good. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I miss this. I missed this a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we're we're a week late, you know. But hey, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. F one yeah. is back. We are back. I blame
1: the break. It wouldn't have happened if there wasn't a break. Yes,
0: uh, the break just threw us off because we went on break and we had to get back out of break. But we're back. And now we're here to discuss the 2023 Italian Grand Prix. And I just want to say, so I'll, I'll just kick this off. This was actually one of the more entertaining races that we've had all season. Yeah. And a lot of that is owed to one Carlos Sainz. Now, yeah. <laughs> when, uh, I wasn't able to watch qualifying live, but I of course I saw the results. And the yeah. first thing I did was send it straight to you. Because yep. that's anytime I see any sort of shocking F1 news, I, I send that straight to you. Mm-hmm. Now, Carlos Sainz getting pole position should not qualify as a shocking piece of F1 news, generally speaking, big yeah, okay. speaking. But here in 2023, the year of Max Verstappen, anyone not named Max Verstappen getting pole position um, is a noteworthy accomplishment. So I'll just ask you this. Going into the race with Carlos
1: Sainz on pole, what what was the feeling? What was the mood like? Uh, I was definitely at least optimistic because I did also watch the qual- – I didn't watch it live. I watched the qualifying highlights. But, you know, from what they put together in the highlights, it looked like – well, first, I also want to give a shout-out to Alexander Albon because, like, also in qualifying, both of them were on tears this weekend. But obviously, like – Carlos looked really good in qualifying. So I was optimistic because I was like, oh, he might do it. But then I also remembered what team he's a part of.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, hey, if we're talking about Albon, he's racing like he's not going to be in a Williams for much longer. So mm-hmm. credit to him. But we'll, we'll come back to Albon. I want to I wanna just stay on Carlos signs for a little longer because what for me... Okay, I saw I saw him starting on pole Max right behind him. And you know, we had the Ferrari sandwich there. Um, Mm -hmm. Max was stopping in between Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Now, how were you expecting this battle to, to play out? Was it first lap? Because me personally, I was expecting that opening straight into that chicane. Max was gonna find a way to squeeze past him. But to his credit, Carlos Sainz cut him off. You know, he had to worry about Charles Leclerc fighting him. And he yeah. kept that thing going for 15 laps, which is 14 laps longer
1: than I was expecting. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, one, I felt like you. I bet everyone felt like you during that. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it was surprising. But it was so nice watching him defend. And then Max coming with that was naughty. Oh, it was naughty, but it was nice.
0: Yeah, and just like I was saying, this was um one of the more entertaining races that we've had all season. Now, whether or not that actually means something is... We'll say subjective. Uh, we're we're setting the bar a little yeah. low here. Yeah. Although we've we've had some good races, all things considered, this year we've had some some fairly entertaining races, and this was definitely one of them. Now, I think if you're F one, this is probably the best case scenario. Scenario you have Max Verstappen taking the lead somewhat early on, and then just coasting away, and you have no safety cards. But throughout the whole race, I found myself thoroughly entertained. So I. have I think this is actually the best case scenario that we have here. Um you feel the same way? Entertaining oh, race, yeah, 100%. right?
1: 100%. This was probably yeah. I I was about to say this is probably going to be the best race that we get this season. I hope it's not, but it it might be. So, yeah, I mean, hmm. best race this the season? We we've had
0: some solid ones. I still think Australia might might be the current best race we've had this season. Okay. Um, but you know this this is definitely up there um but now okay i just want to talk about monza as a circuit though okay um what i'm about to say might sound like an insult some people okay. might take it that way but i think monza is what you get if you let a toddler draw an f1 circuit um now look it's it's temple of speed buddy i i know this is what i'm saying here it might be blasphemous because this is a historically rich (laughs) circuit and it's it's just for me a testament of sometimes simple is better you can do okay do more with less it's only i think 11 turns um but just the whole layout of it um with that chicane right after the main straight long looping slow turn hit another chicane that just sets it up beautifully. We saw how Max Verstappen was able to overtake Carlos Sainz, not on that, not on the first chicane, it was after Carlos Sainz had some trouble getting out of that Mm -hmm. first chicane. And so I think just the whole whole layout of Monza Monza makes it um, a a fun track, you know, good for overtakes, which we saw plenty of, well, we saw plenty of battles, but not a whole whole lot of overtakes,
1: really yeah, that's a good, good point. Maybe it's good for defending. yeah, well, um, I guess all tracks are probably okay, I take that back I'm gonna walk that back.
0: No, but um th- so just the whole setup of the track is is um is I think great, even though it's simple, which is even why you said I it say was drawn, by,
1: it, drawn by a toddler,
0: which is why I say it looks like it was drawn by a toddler. You know, I actually have a personal history with Monza myself. I was I was on a cruise this past April and there was an F1 simulator and the track that I was on was Monza. And so while I have to say, you know, speaking from my own experience as a F1 simulator driver, mm-hmm. uh, Monza is not as easy as it looks. Now, while it's simple, it's it's definitely not easy. So overall though, what what's your opinion on Monza as a circuit?
1: I love Monza because I also have a personal history with Monza. Wow, what are the odds? Yeah. Um, because it was the first race in 2019 that I fully watched from start to finish. Mm-hmm.
0: And you were hooked ever since. Yeah,
1: Yeah. because it started with I saw Monaco in a diner um, one morning. And then I just was looking up the race highlights on YouTube up until the Italian Grand Prix. And then I just was like, you know what, I'll wake up and watch it. And then I watched the full thing. Charles Leclerc won. It was beautiful. I loved it. I was hooked.
0: Out of sheer curiosity, I had to Google the the podium for that. Um, Charles Leclerc, Valtteri Bottas, mm-hmm. and Lewis Hamilton. It was a good year. It was that was um, that was Mercedes doing Mercedes things, and Charles Leclerc just coming up out of nowhere. I think that was he was still on the on the rise on the come yeah. up back Except in. That was still his teammate. Wow, looking at this now. Um, this grid has not changed very much. <laughs> wow. Just out of the top 10, I'm just going to name these names. Charles Leclerc, Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton, Daniel Ricciardo, Nico Hulkenberg, Alex Alvons, oh my God. Perez, Max Verstappen, and now we have uh, Antonio Giovinazzi. Okay. Giovinazzi.
1: Well, two of those had, had already left and were gone for a couple of mm-hmm. seasons. Yep. So in that. that time, we've
0: had two guys – Leave and come back, which, um, yeah, that's, that's interesting. You know, we are we are definitely in an era of drivers here. They these guys are yeah. sticking around, and um, I guess we could have a whole conversation on this whole era of drivers themselves. You know, yeah. we have these young guys. Well, Max Verstappen, he's he's young, but he's mm-hmm. been around for a while. Um, you mm-hmm. could also say the same about Charles Leclerc. Um, but we have these young guys and this is not where I was expecting this podcast to go, but we're here. So we're going to stay here for a little bit. You have Lewis Hamilton who is exiting his prime, you know, on the tail end of his career and, uh, same with Fernando Alonso. Uh, we have, we have those two vets, you know, and then we have this crew, this group of young talent, rich guys who Mm -hmm. all seem to be close friends. Um, overall though, how do you, how do you feel about the collective talent that we have in formula one.
1: I mean, I think it's great. Um, I think there are still like questions. Um, because, like, it is weird that like the friend group are the top of the young drivers mm-hmm. because who are we thinking of? We're thinking of like Max, Charles, George, Alex, uh, and on the other side of that. You have Yuki who's not really up there. Pierre Gasly is not really up there. Alcon. Mm-hmm. Why did he DNF? I actually don't remember. Do
0: you um I think the car was just struggling. Uh okay. well, well he, was, he was not having a great day. Um, but yeah, it's it's just some it's just interesting to see. These guys are not going anywhere. This is our this is our group of F one drivers yeah. that we are we we're, we're used to them now, but we're give it give it ten years. I don't expect the the twenty nineteen Italian Grand Prix to look a whole lot different from the 2029 Italian Grand Prix, <laughs>
1: just,
0: just based on the, the talent that we currently have in Formula One. But that is not where I was expecting to go. That was a slight little detour. Um, I wanna talk about one of these talented youngsters that we have by the name of Max Verstappen. So I'll just I'll give you the floor first, uh, just overall thoughts on his performance. Uh, we're running out of ways to talk about how great he is, but just go ahead and yeah. give it a
1: try. It's, I was like thinking, cause I'm very, like, it's weird. It's a weird feeling because like, I want to give him flowers because he did just break a world record. Like he made history. It's never been done. Um, but also, yeah, man, 10 races in a row. Like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And like, we, we were talking about this, God, I want to say five races ago. We were talking about, are we getting complacent with Max Verstappen uh, and his winning. And since then, he's just continued to win and continue to dominate. And I honestly, I said back then that it's a compliment that we're even having this discussion. So here we are, five (laughs) races later, still having the the discussion. But um, I think it's up to all of us to not get complacent with Max Verstappen and his dominance because 10 wins in a row is insane. You're You're right. There is a driver on this on this grid that will remain nameless, who is about 200 races into his career and has yet to to hit a podium. This is a Haas driver who may or may not be named Nico Hulkenberg, but Mm. that doesn't matter. It's just insane that um, we can have those two uh, sides of it all where we have 200 races, no podiums, versus 10 wins in a row. It's yeah insane so that's it, actually I, a really good way to frame it i i think we it's important that we don't yeah. lose sight of how impossible and difficult it is to win a single race or even a single podium so just what he's doing is it it's almost hard to just wrap my mind around but he's doing it wow you converted me i'm i'm now happy about it i look it's sometimes you got to just stop hating and appreciate greatness there's really not much you can do And Max Verstappen has has forced that upon me, you know, where there's really nothing you can say besides this is this is just pure greatness that we are watching and you can either be a hater or you can enjoy the ride and say, hey, I was around for this. This this man is one of the best Formula One drivers that we have ever seen. Uh, this is a conversation that we're going to have in the future. I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, projecting this conversation. Right now, he's a really, really good Formula One driver and is um, by far the best on the grid. The best on the grid. Yeah. And uh, in the future,
1: we will definitely be having discussions about his. You know what's going to be like the one detracting point from that discussion? What? He was only in a Red Bull. <laughs> he only did it in Red Bulls. <laughs> Do it in a haas. Yeah, I I do it Max a Verstappen. I,
0: I take back everything I just said. Max Verstappen, I won't respect your greatness until you do it in a Haas. Yeah. There we go. Yep. But no, he's um 10 wins in a row for Max Verstappen. Another record. He's chasing um probably a million more records that he has ahead of him. I've lost track of all of them. Um yeah. what do you think? Does he
1: remain undefeated for the rest of the season? I I hope not. <laughs> like how At that point, like let's just say, let's just say, he wins every single race for the rest of the season. That's going to put him at what, like, maybe eighteen wins in a row? Yeah, nineteen wins in a row. We have nineteen wins in a row till the. Wow. Does the FIA step in? (laughs) I was like, Max, we can't invite you next year,
0: man. So the. He's projected to clinch this whole thing in two races in Japan on the 24th. We'll see what happens after that. You know, after he gets that, he's pretty much just out there for fun. You know, just yeah, doing maybe it.
1: He's like, I'll take any other car after this. Like...
0: Now the question is, Max, we stopping coasting in a Red Bull uh, versus the field. I'm still not sure who I would take in that battle. Um, yeah. Now we are seeing some moments, you know, here and there, like qualifying and... Um, uh, Carlos Sainz holding on to that lead for 15 laps. Yeah. Uh, we are seeing signs that, you know, they're inching a little closer, but man, it's, it's not even close. There's, there's no one touching this guy, including yeah. his own teammate, by the way, who also happens to be in a red bull. Um, yeah, good for Sergio. Let's talk about it. It was good for Sergio. Okay. okay you know, he had a rough qualifying, you know, but, uh, at the same time I do, I do try and hold myself back because you know this is what you're supposed to be doing with the yeah. car that you have um, tell me I'm not a ha- being a hater right now cuz actually one thing I want you to do is to always tell me if I'm being a hater
1: okay is i don't fa- think you're being a hater okay it, it is so, just like
0: what i'm saying is fair right yeah no it's very fair okay um, but i to answer my own question about max for stopping and remaining undefeated uh, mm. why not sure yeah at, at this point I, I I wouldn't surprise me uh we have, I do.
1: I do wonder how we would feel at the end of the season if it happened
0: you know it's kind of weird he's he's been pretty nonchalant about all of this hasn't he uh, yeah. I think he's gotten pretty bored with it I know he's had um some interviews where he's he's talking about I I don't want to be doing this forever um oh. so I think the the only thing that'll stop Max from completely obliterating all of these records is probably max for stopping himself uh he might just get bored with all of this and say
1: huh uh, i'm on to bigger and better things yeah because i bet he wants fights at this point yeah i mean even like carlos and uh charles like at the end of it they were like that was great i love fighting each other
0: yeah i'm and hey we all enjoy it too so i let's let's keep that going um but speaking of carlos and charles claire uh let's Let's talk about Ferrari in a way that we're not really used to, because this yeah. I feel like is going to be a largely positive conversation that we're going to have, right? Yeah. Um, so overall, just what were your overall takes from this
1: performance we had from Ferrari? I thought it was really good. Um, I'm concerned, you know. You know, I'm always going to be cautious when people are on like a have a good streak, because maybe Monza really caters to their car. You know, are we going to get the same performance next week or do we have? Yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah. And so I think what we had here was what the Ferrari can look like when uh, Ferrari doesn't get in their way.
1: Okay. You
0: know, I don't think think this
1: is also just because like strategy was okay.
0: I think their strategy worked out pretty great. I mean, obviously it helped to have one and three on the starting grid. Um, But yeah, we, I don't think we heard any radio calls where, somebody yelled at the engineer for a terrible idea or decision. Um, I thought it would get a little testy there, you know, with um, the pit stop strategy. We had Charles Leclerc pit first and it looked like he was going to undercut his own teammate, uh, but Carlos Sainz ended up in front of him anyways. So I thought that might have, you know, caused a little tension, but no, at the end, they just said, Hey, you guys, whoever wants to have podium, go get it. And Hey, I think let this be a lesson for Ferrari just stay out of the way and let those guys race. I yeah. think it's it's a best case scenario for all parties involved. Um so beautiful. So, yeah, it it was a great performance. It was fun to watch. Um now is this something that we can build off if you're Ferrari or was it more of a fluke?
1: I'm in more of camp that it was a fluke. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. I just here- I don't believe it. I don't believe in a turnaround like that, you know. I'm I'm going to say
0: something that's going to sound a little a little out of character for me here. Okay. Um but I'm actually starting to believe in this Ferrari team. Now, it's it it sounds out of nowhere. Uh we have zero reason for me to actually be saying this. It's your but heart. it's, it's your heart. sometimes yeah, sometimes you just throw all of logic and reason and stats and history. Yep. <laughs> Yep, out of the window. I'm with and you, you <laughs> and you just follow your gut. But but no, this this past race did show me something here. Um I think it's like I was saying Ferrari stay out of your own way and you have two great drivers who are in a good car who if you stay out of their way, they can they can at the very least be fighting for a podium, which I think is a very reasonable expectation for Ferrari. Now, we saw them fighting for the podium against uh, it was Max, Sergio, and then they were fighting for that for the podium for them uh, between themselves. Yeah. Um, so their competition, though, of course, Red Bull has this thing locked away. No real, yeah. no real contest in the Constructors Cup there. But we do have an in- interesting battle forming here between Ferrari, Mercedes, and McLaren. McLaren is somewhat a this is a, kind of a distant yeah um, fourth but i think you know they had uh they had a nice bit of momentum there we had i think two races in a row where we talked glowingly about mclaren yep. and uh that was that was fun man we're gonna <laughs> look back at that time yeah. it was <laughs> we good for me <laughs> i enjoyed it too yeah. i enjoyed it too but um no mclaren seems to be cooling off a little bit i still mm-hmm. think you know Oscar piastri had a bad break there with his with his dust up with Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Um, he still got fastest lap. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Hey, that counts for something. Um, yeah. But no, I think we, we have an interesting battle here. And my question to you is how do you see it playing out? Uh, you can go any direction you want
1: with that question. I think it's, uh, I think it's going to end up being Mercedes just because of the consistency. Cause they've still been consistent.
0: Okay. Well, so Mercedes right now, they are, they are leading this thing. Um, they have is I'm sorry, I have to I have to pull up the, the standings because I completely forgotten where <laughs> where Ashton Martin is right now. <laughs> like, I'm not even considering them in this, even though
1: Ashton oh, Martin's still fourth.
0: OK, yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't. Oh, my sure. God, they're
1: 100 points up on McLaren.
0: Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're, you're telling me that Aston Martin, a team that I had completely written off and forgotten about, is still ahead of McLaren?
1: You know who that is, buddy? That's Mr. Fernando, all Fernando. Alonso right there.
0: <laughs> all, all 217 points right there, I think, is, uh, I think 200 out of the 217 points yeah, are Fernando right. Alonso. Um, but no, I, I, I I have to apologize to Fernando over there. I forgot his name earlier and I forgot <laughs> his team was sitting at fourth in this battle. Uh, but let's continue to pretend that Aston Martin doesn't exist in this scenario yeah. and talk about McLaren versus Ferrari versus Mercedes. Um, I actually think so. I, I said I was starting to believe in Ferrari and I actually think they can leap up a little bit. They're not too far behind. Mercedes in this second mm-hmm. place battle and I think we'll see them towards the end it'll it'll come down to those last two races between Mercedes yeah, and Ferrari and I I still think Mercedes is going to hold on to it but it's going to be close okay. because okay. I am I am starting to believe in Ferrari McLaren just a little too late there you know yeah. if, if we had this vault earlier in the season then maybe they'd be in this thing too, but uh, now with nine races left, that's a uh, that's a lot of ground to cover up. Unless yeah. we get some double podiums.
1: Ooh, yeah. Out okay. of
0: uh, out of your boys in McLaren. No, no double yeah, podiums in that... the near future.
1: Yeah, I don't think so.
0: Okay. Uh, well, though,
1: I keep seeing people saying that Piastri will probably get a podium by the end of the season. I don't know what they're basing that on, but I see it a lot.
0: <laughs> by the way, I think I've asked you this at least three times now are you sold on piastri yet
1: um yeah but i don't think not yes we got a yes yeah essentially yes
0: okay there we go hey i i respect you for holding out for as long as you possibly can yeah i i understand that feeling um but now let's dive into into this lightning round lightning segment where we just Mm -hmm. blast through some topics um in case you know whatever this is just throw anything at the wall and see if it sticks. But I do want to start talking about uh, Lewis Hamilton and his performance there. Uh, mm-hmm. Mainly because I just want to say we, we Mercedes in general got to stop sounding like a bunch of haters. Mm-hmm. I know uh, this seems to be a theme here in this episode where I'm calling out the haters. I don't know if you saw what they were saying, uh, Lewis Hamilton before this race. Um, and in all likelihood, this was taken out of context and uh, oh, it you know, ran with it. Uh, but he was, uh, basically dogging on Sergio Perez out of nowhere, uh, yeah. completely out of nowhere, out of character for Lewis, uh, saying he's had better teammates than Max Verstappen, which, yeah. okay, I guess that's, that's not something you generally brag about, I think. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, that's, that's also, I mean, kind of obvious, right? Max Verstappen, I don't know if it's him compared to his teammates that he makes his teammates look pretty bad or... Yeah.
1: Just, you know, his teammates it. haven't performed well, but I mean, yeah, I guess. Because we've had, who is Max's teammates have been Ricardo, Albon, um, and Sergio, right?
0: Yeah. He had Daniel Ricardo in there. He had, yeah, Albon, he had Pierre Gasly, I think. Oh, yeah. He had a stint in there. So, yeah, you know, Max has, has run through these teammates and, you know, hey, they're all, they're all solid drivers. Can't yeah. really take anything away from them. But uh, so i
1: do kind of get like well actually no they're outperforming valtteri right now so i'd say, yeah never mm-hmm. mind
0: yeah i i, I think i kind of get where lewis was coming from with that in yeah. saying hey i had to battle my own teammate in in when i was dominating uh yeah. max doesn't have to worry about that which you know <laughs> sergey yeah. are you just gonna take
1: that that's pretty rough <laughs> Well, so it does bring me to something I've been thinking about, because I wanted to ask you, because you're more familiar familiar with sports, it does this like behavior like remind you of any other like goats who are like coming off their peak? So I think with
0: with all of these legends that we have in these sports, it's common, I think, for them to well, first I want to say this that these guys are all some of the most robotic well-media trained individuals <laughs> that we have uh, just because oh. of how long they've had all of this attention. So for Lewis to, to slip up like this, which I think this was a slip up, it, yeah. it was a little out of character, but no, I don't, I don't remember seeing another, an, another legend, I guess, in their own sport, just going into somebody who was far, was <laughs> <is> far inferior <laughs> in skill level. You're punching down here, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. Why are you going after Sergio Ferris of all people? Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it it was just a little eyebrow raising moment there. Um let's let's hope we don't see more of that. Uh Toto you know, Wolf also said something about Max Verstappen's record and how it doesn't really matter. It's something you'll see. It's something you just see on Wikipedia. Um oh, Toto. But oh man, Mercedes. Not yeah, that was not, bad. That not was showing bad. not showing our best best faces here. What what's going on with Mercedes?
1: you well, they're just they're feeling bad you know but that's not an excuse yeah <laughs> uh, well hey yuki poor yuki dude uh, this is a, yeah do you think he'll uh, do you think he's gonna have a seat next year i mean that wasn't his fault like that was engine trouble
0: yeah um hmm. i think he's earned uh, one more shot at this one okay. more uh he's shown improvement this year this wasn't his fault Oh man! When I just saw that, uh, also we haven't gotten a chance to talk about uh, this this young man by the name of Liam Lawson. Who, yeah. hey, P eleven in an Albatross yeah. for for the young guy is uh it's impressive. Uh, yeah. We'll see uh, that seat is gonna, it's you know, it's a seat warmer. But hey, yeah. we'll see. Maybe maybe he'll pull a Nick DeVries and end up on a grid and completely
1: disappoint when he gets it.
0: <laughs> oh man um let's see anything else anything else we missed we I think we got it we I mean, we got it yeah we
1: talked about all the exciting stuff
0: logan Sargent p13 that's yeah. that's about right
1: yeah well yeah, yeah yeah
0: actually wait we didn't i don't think we we gave alex albon enough credit here we mentioned him earlier yeah we just talked December, about his so, qualifying. yeah but uh that great performance he held up he had um he had lewis hamilton behind him he had lando norris behind him uh, that is a serious mit- mismatch, by the way. Yeah. The Williams versus the Mercedes and the McLaren. Even though uh, Lewis Hamilton got past him pretty easily, but uh, yeah, that was. Hey, I think if we if we're giving flowers, which I almost forgot to do, we we gave him to Max Verstappen. Let's can we do double double? I do Who's who's the third one? I want to give it to Carlos. Okay, yeah, you're right. That's, yeah, that's fair. But now, Dude, now they we're, were on something this weekend, man. <laughs> this this isn't a participation award we're giving out here. This means something. Yeah. These flowers yeah. that we hand out.
1: Because we we don't normally do multiple flowers, but of I course. feel like this time they earned it. All
0: right, you're right. We have we have to make an exception because we had some great performances this week. And overall, a great race, a fun race. And we will be back here, of course, following every race. So make sure to tune in. Uh we got What's up next? What's up next on our calendar? We have... Oh, it's Singapore. We got Singapore on the 15th. Nice little it's 8 a.m. start time for us. We'll be there. Make sure you tune in. Peace. Adios.